I had a different topic planned for my first episode of this podcast, but Tina Turner has just died. And we know the queen of rock and roll's life was a roller coaster of incredible highs and unimaginable lows. She overcame hardship and still had an infectious love for life. So infectious that she looked so happy towards the end of her life. And I thought it would be great to do a deep dive into her situation or her journey through life to see if we can find any strategies for happiness. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Happy Achiever podcast, a podcast that helps you take intentional actions towards a happier life. On this podcast, we'll discuss scientifically researched habits, mindset, terms, and techniques that will help us balance ambition with well-being. We'll also be digging into the lives of known achievers to learn their strategies for success and happiness so that we can apply it into our own lives. I'm your host, Ms. I'm an aspiring life coach and I like to study and share how we can intentionally enjoy this beautiful journey called life. So I spent the day watching different documentaries and reading different articles about Tina Turner and I was able to find some things about her that I think is worth sharing and I think that we could use for you know to figure out this whole success and happiness thing so let's without further ado i'll just go right into it and i'll start talking from 1957 when um tina met ike a little bit about tina's life she was married to a man called ike turner before then she was anna may bullock and in 1957 tina who was then i anne um, she was a nurse's aide and she liked to socialize and she could sing as well. And she was in the club one night when Ike's band, so Ike already was singing and um, he was performing at this club where she was. And his band came up and played and she was so impressed by their performance that she decided that she wanted to be a singer and she wanted to sing in the band. So she walked up to Ike and she asked if he would let her sing. Ike refused and a few shows later, so she didn't get to sing that day, but a few shows later, she grabbed the mic and started to sing without, you know, being given the permission. And um, after Ike heard her sing, he then invited her to sing more songs and she became a featured singer in the band and i guess that's tip number one of success slash happiness is to know what it is you want when you identify what it is that your soul wants or what it is that you want out of life don't hesitate to go for it and don't take no for an answer (laughs) because i couldn't let her sing at first so she grabbed the mic and she started singing and she became a feature singer for the band. Now, the fans loved her. The fans loved her. She was Lil Anne. And the band boomed, uh, bloomed when she joined. Um, Ike quickly capitalized on that by working on a solo album for her. She dropped her solo album as Lil Anne. And he also... Um, eventually he also made her, like he also changed her name to Tina 
and uh, started the Ike and Tina review band, which also fe featured the Iquettes backup dancers called the Iquettes. Ike was very controlling and he was even more controlling when the relationship went from business to romantic in 1960. In 1962, they got married and Tina got trapped in not just an abusive marriage, but also an abusive partnership because Ike owned her name. He owned her, the records they were making. He owned her money. He literally owned everything. And, and she felt she couldn't leave because he literally made her kind of and so that's tip number two is don't give away your power 100 percent to any soul in this planet that is one of my <laughs> my uh working principles in life is just don't give away your uh your power 100 percent. always leave a little room for yourself to be able to walk away from situations that um don't serve you or, or that take way too much from you that you start to, you know, feel trapped or feel abused. Um, if you can help it, don't give away 100% of your power. Now, while her career soared because, you know, her relationship with Ike, their band grew. They were selling lots and lots of records. They were even touring with, you know, very huge uh, rock and roll stars in those days. But while her career soared, Tina's relationship with Ike increasingly became worse. And, you know, Ike even started doing cocaine. And so he became a drug addict. And that also made the whole thing even more terrible for, for Tina. Um, Tina even attempted to commit suicide. Yeah, she had a failed suicide attempt back in the 90s. But even with all that, Tina, in, a, in an interview that she did in 1986, Tina still felt like it was a smart move to have stayed with Ike as long as, as she did. Even though he was controlling, he was very driven, he had vision, and he could make things happen. He was a, a go-getter. He also pushed the people around him to give their best 110%. And she felt like she wouldn't have been Tina if she hadn't stayed there, even though it cost her a lot of broken bones. <laughs> that is tip number three. It's like, even though the situation you're in may not be um, a bed of roses, there's always something to learn. There's always a shape. It's always shaping you into becoming something hopefully better or something or you're learning something or you know something and that's how we should take our l's in life <laughs> is that you know you always take your l's always be able to look and see what you got from that l what you learned from it um and but and so in 1976 tina finally had the courage to walk away from the marriage after another huge fight with ike when she was leaving she had no money she had only i think 36 dollars in her bag um and she literally didn't even have a place to go she had to stay in her friend's house for a bit and i hear that it was even a lawyer that paid for her her a flight fare to be able to leave right and she knew that if she left the situation that she would be broke she left anyway even though it took her 
a long time, maybe I think 16 years. <laughs> but eventually she had she knew that she had no other option than to leave because you know this guy was either going to kill her or just ruin her her mental state that is our tip number four i think when tip number four yeah that is tip number four sometimes you have to regress in order to progress tina knew that she had to take a step back tina knew that if she left this relationship she was going to lose her name she was going to lose her money she was going to lose the record she's going to lose everything but again, like I said, in order sometimes, in order to progress, you have to take a step back. You have to walk out the door. You have to walk out of a situation that is breaking you and tearing down your happiness, no matter how much success or how much you feel like you're going to achieve with that, uh, that situation. If it's breaking your insights down, if it's breaking you down, you have to know when to say it's okay. I'm walking away from this and so tina had to leave and regress a little bit and when i say regress she first of all had to fight for a divorce we kind of took two years and which kind of gave everything to ike because in exchange for her professional name she pretty much left everything to ike um it took her another eight years before she could get another hit song and within that eight years, everyone already started uh, calling Tina like a has-been. She was performing in um, in hotel ballrooms. She was doing smaller gigs. She was appearing on TV. And there's even rumors that she had to clean houses to be able to pay rent. Um, it wasn't until 19, uh, I think, seven, nine, 1984 that um, Capitol Records gave her a second chance and she was able to um to to sing what's love got to do with it and some of the other hit songs that we know about now it took her eight years but within that eight years she wasn't sitting down and she wasn't like taking it she wasn't waiting for someone to come and save her and that's our tip number five is never give up on yourself a winner a winner is the person who doesn't give up on themselves and so Tina did what she had to do in order to get back up, even though it took her eight years. So tip number five, never give up, never give up on yourself ever. After she came back, um, after she, she made this new hit songs and, you know, she came back as Tina that we know and love, she went ahead to sell a hundred million records she won multiple Grammys. She became a rock and roll diva in 1986. She met and fell in love with Erwin Bach, a music executive, um, a German music executive, and they were partnered for the rest of her life. And she was happy. Like the man even gave her a kidney. You know, he was so in love with her. They were so in love with each other. She wrote multiple books. She started in multiple movies. She eventually moved to Switzerland so that she can live a semi-normal life and actually embrace, you know, happiness. So we can see towards the second phase of her life that Tina was more intentional about love, about happiness, about her environment. And not only was she more intentional, but she also was she accepted the good things that came. So tip number six is accept the good things that come after the storm. Sometimes we spend time 
brooding is, is the word brooding or we spend time just sitting in the shit that has happened to us that we fail to embrace the new things the good things that are happening and i feel like tina at the end of her life just well no i keep saying at the end of her life it's not really the end of her life but the later stages of her life um accepted some of the good things that were happening to her and you know it wasn't like her life became perfect no in 2022 in her 2022 book called happiness becomes you um tina credits how she was able to overcome an unhappy childhood an abandon abandonment from her mother an abusive father an abusive marriage a stalled career financial ruin the premature death of her son and multiple illnesses she she talks about how she was able to overcome all that by discovering the transformative power of spirituality, not religion, spirituality. And um, yet to, I'm still reading that book. I'm going to do a review for you guys in a, maybe at the end of the month or maybe next month, right? At the end of the month, I mean at the end of June or next month. Um, I'm going to do a review of the book, but she credits it to spirituality and I really want to know what she knows <laughs> and so that's so so that's tip number seven is i guess spirituality i'm going to go in depth on that in the next month um i'm gonna review that book in the next month so yeah that is my podcast today i guess the biggest thing that i take away from this is sometimes you just take your l and you you live it you know, you learn everything that you learn. You need to live from, learn from it, and you leave the chaff where the chaff is, and you just move on with your life and do the best that you can do with your life. Because, you know, life is still a journey. Things are still going to happen. You're still going to be able to have success. You're still going to be able to do things. Why holding on to um, the L's? Why holding on to the chaff? Get what you need to learn from them and keep moving. That's my podcast for today. Do, do, do subscribe. Every week I'm going to be talking different uh, tools, techniques, terms, uh, stories to help you on your journey towards success so that you can also balance it and also think about your well-being as well. The goal is to enjoy life. That's the goal. So join me every week. Subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on social, The Happy Achiever cast on instagram i hope you enjoyed it if you did please leave a comment and join me next week okay let me go now <laughs> bye